One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/achieve today. The 11 to 1 show. Of a Tuesday, a bright, sunny, gorgeous Tuesday morning. Sinead Brazel here with you. I hope you're keeping well. You can get in touch 086 1800 658. Be honest with me now. How well do you know your neighbours? Is it just, you know, a smile, a, a hello, kind of a quick hello, greeting as you, you know, go in the door with your armful of groceries? Or do you actually stop and chat to them? over the fence and sort of shoot the breeze. I don't know now if it's our extremely you know, busy lifestyle or what's going on with us, but I feel communities around the country, there's a real sense of a loss, I think, of togetherness that we used to have. Because, you know, I remember growing up in the late 80s and everybody knew everyone in the estate and uh, neighbours looked out for each other, you know. And there were definitely get-togethers, particularly in the sunshine. You know, you'd have weather like this or, you know, over the summer holidays and, the, you know, these great people in communities who who take on to organise these things, They're, you know, they, they sort of spearhead this stuff and they, you know, organise things like barbecues. There was definitely barbecues. Um, there was definitely sports day. I have memories of sports days. I also have photographic evidence of said fo- sports days. Um, we used to do them on the green, you know, up and down, whatever. And uh, there was like all the, the traditional sports day races, that kind of thing. And I'm just wondering, does this still happen anymore? Now, I know during COVID, people were great, you know, because we had loads of times so who we were sitting around who we were trying to think of, you know, things to do. And we did connect, I think, a little bit more with the neighbours. And there were things like bingo was organised in estates. And I know from talking to some people that bingo is still very much happening post-COVID in, you know, the front garden or whatever. And that was quite an easy one to organise because you just stayed in your own garden and all you needed was a microphone or whatever and away you go and people could hear you. Uh, So I think some people are still doing that sort of stuff and you could do that all safely, social distance and all that kind of thing. But I want to know this morning, do you know your neighbour? Are you friends with your neighbour? And uh, do you guys ever, you know, have parties and things like that organised in your area as a community. The reason we're talking about this today is we're going to be talking to Mary Fleming. She is the creative manager behind Street Feast. And this is a nationwide campaign. It's going to be happening on June 25th. And it's encouraging us all to kind of get together with the neighbours and organise something, which is a lovely, lovely idea. It's on a Sunday as well. So, you know, you can have something to do on a Sunday afternoon. So I'm wondering this morning, do you know your neighbour? Are you good friends with them or is it just like most of us, you kind of say a quick hi or whatever. Or you've had very fleeting sort of, you know, exchange of pleasantries with them. Or do you actually organise this stuff? Or do you remember things like what I'm saying from years ago, say back in, you know, 
maybe 80s or pre-80s even where there was things like this organised. I want to know this morning 086 1800 658. You know I want you tired. There's Rewrite the Stars, James Arthur. Now, um, I did want to let people know that our fantastic Declan Hamilton from RD who we spoke to on the show last week last Thursday if you missed this May 25th he was taking on a mammoth challenge he wanted to do 100k in one day to raise money for the Irish Wheelchair Association so he did an impressive 10k on a ski machine which I've never tried to use but I imagine that'd be pretty gruelling 10 on a rowing machine 30k cycling 10k on an assault bike and a massive 40k run all in one day and uh, he ended up raising 4,500 euro I think he'd set himself the goal of 2,000 completely doubled that absolutely fantastic so thank you so much to everyone who donated to that all of those funds going to the really really worthwhile cause for the Irish Wheelchair Association and what a great way as well to remember all of the members that had passed away during Covid that's why Declan was doing it so fair play to him getting to some of your messages about community have we lost our sense of community spirit have we do we know who our neighbours are anymore people getting in touch I'll get to some of those messages just after these the 11 to 1 show. I'm asking how well do you know your neighbour because I just get the feeling that there is that sense of a loss of community spirit nowadays as opposed to say when I was growing up so I'm asking how well do you know your neighbour and also did you remember doing things like street parties years ago I remember that and it was just you know amazing there was, I remember just as um, the break was on there we also used to do that at Halloween as well there was a big deal at Halloween uh, for a couple of years as well uh, for a street party so uh, just uh, getting to some of your messages is on 086 658 Sinead as an older resident in Dundalk um, uh, I used to know a lot of my neighbours but a lot of them have passed on now and I don't know the people who have now moved into the houses this is the thing as well if you're in an older area and then obviously new people moving in uh, there definitely was more of a sense of a community spirit years ago people looked out for each other a lot more than today says another message definitely uh, brings back memories of the street parties happened in the summertime in my area as well says Kerry as well yeah it was lovely memories uh, I'm from Britain originally says this message and this was a big thing when I was younger in the 70s particularly neighbours would all come together everyone would make something or cook something and it was uh, always kind of in the summertime as well it came back in a big way around royal jubilees oh yeah this was a big thing wasn't it they were sort of encouraging people to, to have street parties as well around any of those kind of royal celebrations in Britain thank you so much for those messages do keep them coming in do you remember these kind of street parties Did you used to do things like that years ago? Have we lost that because we don't really know our neighbours and we don't really sort of, let's be honest, we don't really take much time to to make the effort to get to know our neighbours, I'm going to say as well. Uh, So keep all your thoughts coming in on that. Uh, 086 1800 658. Dermot Kennedy, something to someone on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now this definitely is bringing us back. Oh yeah. Fantastic. Who remembers this now? Oh, listen, she was a busybody. Everybody that was around her came into contact with her died. But, you know, she was great. Jessica Fletcher is coming back into her lives in a brilliant stage show called Solve Along a Murder, she wrote. And we're going to be talking to the creator of this, Tim Benzie. He's an Australian playwright, creator, actor. 
He's going to be talking to us very shortly because he's bringing this show to Ireland, specifically to Anton Art Centre. So we're going to be chatting to him soon. But first, back to the music. Here's Michael Cimbello. Not a maniac, but she's certainly a woman on a mission to solve a murder. Oh yeah, the intrepid... Jessica Fletcher, she is coming to Anton Art Centre in a show that, look, it's going to be absolutely fantastic. It's charming audiences all over the world. Coming to Dundalk, we're going to find out more about Solve Along, a murder she wrote with its creator, Tim Benzie. We're going to join him next. The 11 to 1 show. Oh, there's no mistaking that music. I remember watching this, The Intrepid, and let's be honest, she was a busybody, Jessica Fletcher. We watched her solve murder after murder. I always tried to help her as well, but it doesn't have the same effect from the comfort of your living room. But now we can actually be involved as a hilarious show, Solve Along a Murder, she wrote, is coming to Dundalk. The show has been created by Australian playwright and super fan of Murder, she wrote, Tim Benzie. Critics call it delightfully entertaining, madcap, campy goodness. It's coming to you on Thonard Centre next month and Tim Benzie is on the line with me now. How are you getting on, Tim? I'm really well, thanks. How are you? I am great. I just absolutely loved Murder, She Wrote. Uh, gr- growing up with this. Now, I was probably watching reruns, do you know what I mean? Because uh, the show was probably long finished when I was watching her. But I was just enthralled with her. You're a super fan of the show. How were you introduced to Jessica and her crazy world of murder and mystery? Well, I'm old enough to actually have watched it when it was first on television. So, and I was a bit of an Agatha Christie nut. I'd read all of her books by the time I was like 14. So when the show appeared, I was like, oh my God, this is completely amazing. So yeah, I watched it live when it happened. It was amazing. And uh, do you have like a memorable episode that sticks out for you for like, because there was so many, there was loads of these, wasn't there? Yeah, there were there were 264, in fact, wow. it went for 12 years. It was incredible. And, and four telemovies. But, I mean, my, my, strictly speaking, my favourite episode is Murder Takes the Bus, uh, which is a, a pretty fantastic episode that's very difficult to solve. But I think one of my other favourites is Sing a Song of Murder, which is the one, one, the one I'm doing on this uh, tour of Ireland, which I'm very excited about. Yes, we're going to chat to you about that now in a second. But, you know, you talk about the bus one. Like, there was some mad cases she had to solve. Like, there was an episode where she thought her cousin was dead, but then it was just actually Angela Lansbury playing both herself and the cousin, which was just, you know, crazy. Well, that's that. That is sing a song of murder. That's ah. exactly the episode I'm bringing. So, exactly with Angela Lansbury and her, um, or Jessica Fletcher and her identical twin cousin Emma. Yes, hilariously. I mean, that is that. So, was that kind of the 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 nonsense of that and the fact that she played both people was that sort of the inspiration for wanting to bring that episode to light? Yeah, it's always been a favourite of mine. It's completely ridiculous. I mean, she goes to London, and I, and I put London firmly in inverted commas there. You know, there's, it's it's some very strange version of what London is uh, compared to some Hollywood writers who've clearly never been there. I mean, younger viewers should realise there was no internet at this time. So, of course. You know, so there's a lot of things get uh, hilariously a little bit wrong, uh, but uh, it's it's still a fantastic case. Oh, it is. It is a fantastic case. And uh, one of the things I loved about Jessica is she just, you know, I called her a bit of a busybody. She absolutely was. But that was kind of her, you know, she needed to kind of weed out. That was the novelist kind of, you know, in her as well. And the sort of the searching for the story and the, and the, and the you know, meaning behind everything. And she would put herself in harm's way. I mean, you know, she it was held up at gunpoint. 
that many times and everything. I know, I know. Well, <laughs> this is the thing, you know, she wasn't actually a a, a paid detective, you know, she yeah. was an amateur, she was a writer, right? So so in order for her to solve the crime, you know, she has to she has to be quite the busybody, just say she's got to really get the information out of people just by being this sweet, charming older woman um, who's actually, you know, a, a, a about to put you in prison by <laughs> by <laughs> trapping you. Uh, and also, yeah, at the end of a lot of episodes, in order to get them to confess, you know, she kind of got herself alone with them and put herself in harm's way. But as we all know, the, the local police officer was ready in the wings to yes. jump in right at the last minute to save her. So yes. happy days. And, and, you know, you mentioned something key there, and I think this is really important because Jessica, I mean, you know, like she was older. I mean, like what age was Angela Lansbury when she was playing this character? And how refreshing to see somebody that was that bit older on the screen in this way. Yeah, well, she was born in 1925 and the series started in 1984. Wow, okay. So... so- uh, 59? Yeah, I was just right? going to say, I am not going to do that maths, Tim. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I don't know if that's right. I think that. I think that's right. Oh, my God. Please don't. I think, I, think, I think you're accurate enough there. And, like, you know, at that, you know, at that time, we didn't have an awful lot of women of that age on uh, our small screens every single week, you know, uh, because at that stage, people sort of thought that, you know, older women, it was time to retire, it was time to finish up. So it was fantastic to see her. And then, of course, she... It continued to act long after that as well. Yeah, definitely. I mean, people always think of kind of murder she wrote as a, you know, a quite a conservative mainstream show. But mm. as as you say, right, she was a she was an older woman. She um, she didn't have a love interest. They kept trying to give her a yes. love interest, but she wouldn't have it because she didn't want the her, her character to be defined by her relationship with a man, which is kind of amazing. Mm. So so uh, and then she stayed kind of top of the the ratings for 12 years. It's really yeah. quite something. And and at the time, like cop shows, oh, they were full of like car chases. It was all a bit macho, you know. So it really is quite incredible that she that she was so successful. And every episode, she kind of gently bats away, uh, you know, <laughs> a, a, a wide array of sexist and ageist comments. She about does. She's dismissed, but she, she deals with it with such grace. And, and then she totally gets the last laugh because she... Um, finds the murderer. She wins the day, she does. And the thing about this as well is, I mean, you know, it's kind of like, you know, people in Cabot Cove where she sort of was always there, you know, how did they not cop on that they shouldn't actually hang around Jessica Fletcher because she (laughs) might end up dead? Like, this is the thing, wasn't it? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's so funny. The show itself actually acknowledged this. So when Sheriff Mort Metzger uh, is the new sheriff kind of after Amos Tupper, he he moves to Cabot Cove from New York City because he wants a quieter lifestyle, you know, and he says, (laughs) and he actually says to Jessica, what is it with this town? Yeah. Why is everyone, and the BBC Radio 4 calculated once that, um, that Cabot Cove had a higher murder rate per year, uh, per capita than Honduras. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I think that's also why after a certain point of the series, you know, she she did a lot more kind of international episodes. Like she'd go away on 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 trips for to do with being a writer and yes. book fairs. She'd and be all going on book stuff. tours so, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, I think it started to stretch credibility. So there were there weren't as many episodes in Cabot Cove as you would think. Actually, so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Maybe they just keep showing the same reruns. And still to this day, like I know people who just will like it's it's like that you know comfort thing, isn't it? It's like something that you remember sort of from you know a really nice time in your life. So when something like Murder She Wrote comes along, or you know the, you hear the music, you're just instantly transported back, and it's like getting a hug or something. It's so comforting. Oh. 
It's exactly that. I mean, I, I cannot tell you the amount of times I've spoken to people from everywhere, from all over the world, who said, oh, wow, I used to watch this with my nan or I used to watch yeah. this with my mum and it was something we did together and and exactly like that. Like it was like, you know, uh, getting wrapped up in a, in a lovely woolen blanket or something. Just just beautiful. So, yeah, it has it has that appeal for sure. I kind of think of it as mac and cheese, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's not necessarily that good for you or that sophisticated, but it's really yummy and, <laughs> yeah. and nice. And really nice and something that you want when you're sick or something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and this show is, we have to, you've got the stamp of approval because this is very much supported by the people behind Murder, She Wrote. They, they've really sort of put the stamp on for this, for, for you. Well, I mean, incredible. I've got permission to do it, which yeah. is amazing. So, and I was very nervous about that. I thought, well, I've, I had this crazy idea and I had the title, Solve Along a Murder She Wrote. I thought, that's ridiculous. That would be amazing. What would that be? Um, and then it took me a while to find the right people and they gave me permission. So I'm absolutely delighted. And this see, this show is just, it's it, getting rave reviews all over the place. You do dress as Jessica Fletcher, which I absolutely love. I've seen the pictures. And uh, also, Tim, this is not the first time you've uh, starred as a detective type because you did actually play a detective, I heard, on a Disney show. Yeah, it's so weird. So many, many, many years ago, uh, there was a, a program called Studio D, which is kind of a kid's afternoon program that was produced in Sydney as part of the Disney Channel uh, in Sydney, Australia, uh, kind of in the early days of kind of cable TV and those kind of things. So, yeah, and I, and for, so I don't know quite how this happened, but I, I was a Detective Tim for a season. So Nervous. I would appear occasionally and I would be investigating something that kids are really interested in, like kind of dinosaurs or UFOs or that kind of thing. So I'd report back to the kids on my investigation, but I'd always get it a bit wrong. Okay. So it was kind of the comedy <laughs> was how... I didn't quite understand what was going on around me. So I wasn't the smartest detective in the world. But it, yeah, so it's not the first time I've been in a trench coat with a magnifying glass <laughs> running around a stage. <laughs> and that's what happens in this. So talk to me about this show. Now, there are a lot of surprises that I don't want to ruin, but give us the gist of what happens in Solve Along a Murder, She Wrote. Yeah, so so we solve it together. We have a fameometer and a suspiciometer. Okay. Um, and it, so it's not a competition with. There's no teams or anything. But um, but when there is a Cabot Cove quiz, um, there's a raffle. Uh, so so over the course of two hours, with an interval, you know, we we watch the entire show. Uh, but in between, there's lots of amazing bits of trivia and 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 clues and things to kind of help everyone to kind of solve the show and put it in context. So so it's it's ridiculous and it's definitely very loving in terms of you know this incredible show and why I, why I love it so much and uh, so yeah so you'll you'll have a good time but don't be what people shouldn't be worried about you're not going to get dragged on stage or okay. humiliated or anything like that it's mm. a very nice warm show and is it how many have you got working with you on on the team on this oh it's me it's, it's me it's you on the stage just it's you it's me it's me so do you change so, wigs and things is that what happens yeah yeah I mean I should point out even though I do dress as Jessica Fletcher if you look at my website <laughs> you'll see that it's it's. I, I made a decision very early on that it was not going to be drag yes uh, I wasn't I wasn't going to do an impersonation of her no it's very I felt, much I thought that would be yeah sort of a tongue in cheek thing yeah absolutely yeah it's just me being a dag you know with, I've still got a grey <laughs> beard and a wig and a skirt and a <laughs> You know, running on like a fool. So, so that's how I do. But no, the whole show is is totally my creation, and and I, it's like a it's a one man show. It's bonkers. And and like you say, there is audience participation. Uh, so for people who loved to sort of be armchair sleuths alongside Jessica, they're going to really love this. 
Yeah, definitely. And also I make it very clear at the beginning that it doesn't actually matter if you've like seen the episode this morning. It doesn't matter okay. if you know. <laughs> there's there's plenty of stuff to do. Like when I first came up with the idea, I thought I actually thought it might be I might make it a bit competitive. And then I realized that was frankly ridiculous. You could Google the answer on your phone at any moment. You know, it's on yeah. TV all the time. But but we we find new ways of kind of solving it in a in a very interactive way as people are watching. Uh, watching the episode. I don't oh, want to say any more. That's it. Uh, that's it. That's yeah. enough of a teaser for us. And you've travelled all over the world at this stage. You're coming back to Ireland for a big tour. You're going to be stopping off again in Dundalk in June. Yep, yep. I went to Dundalk last year. I did a little tour last year and it was fantastic. I did four dates and it was so much fun. I just drove my little car and got into the theatre and did the show. And then I said, because I was by myself, right? So I said, listen, I'll be in the bar afterwards. Come and say hello. So I just, uh, after every show, I just sat and had amazing chats with all of these amazing uh, Irish people and, and asked them as well, you know, the, <laughs> I, I, I made it a point to ask them what, what they thought of the Irish episodes of Murder, She Wrote. Oh, yeah. You know, the ones set in Ireland. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Because I thought, I, I just wanted to know, you know, do you like these episodes? Are they really uh, th- Do you know what it is? I think that we just have, it's been in, you know, there's been so many through the, the years, so many different pop culture moments uh, and beyond pop culture moments that have sort of, you know, taken the mick out of Irish people and the accents and all of that twee yeah. thing. And we just sort of go with it. I mean, Irish people love the movie Darby O'Gill and the Little People. And I mean, <laughs> like we, we really do. And we don't like anyone sort of, you know, saying, that Derby O'Gill is rubbish. We 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 think of it fondly. So you know, it's it's fine. It's fine. We're used yeah, to it. Yeah. You know. Well, I've decided uh, the 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 results of my informal poll in the bars of theatres after each show last year was kind of split down the middle. Let me tell you. So so I've decided I'm just I'm, I might do it. You know, I'm doing bringing a different episode this year. I did Broadway Melody last year and bringing yes. some song of murder. And maybe next year I'll 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 do one of the Irish episodes. Maybe. But, okay, um, this is Tim. Yeah. You're going to love this message, right? I'm getting in. Uh, <laughs> This is coming in from Mina and Kels. I love Murder, she wrote. And when my daughter Erin was around four, she thought Jessica's name was Jessica Flesh Eater. (laughs) 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 Instead of Jessica Fletcher. I mean, you're giving Tim ideas there, Mina. You know, his mind is already worrying now, thinking about another aspect of the show he could bring in here. Jessica the Flesh Eater Fletcher, you know what I mean? That's very dark, very odd. <laughs> well, as you say, she is kind of the spectre of death. She Everywhere is. she goes, someone dies. So. Yeah, you never know. You never know. And yeah. we never really, like, we don't really see bodies. You know what I mean? Like, you know, maybe she's disposing of them in her own way. Who knows? Who knows? But Tim, <laughs> it's exactly the kind of escapism and fun that we need. I'm wishing you best of luck with the tour. Thank you so much for joining oh, us thank today. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank Th- you. Thanks a million. Salve along a murder she wrote. It's on and on Thon Art Centre in and Doc June 16th you can get all the details on ton.ie The 11 to 1 show I have music from the script on the way for you but first we're going back in time and a stunt performer popping up in the Northeast Update LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows Senator Windows products will help you create a secure comfortable energy efficient home you're proud of call 0818 77 on this day in 1967 Robert Evil Knievel's motorcycle jumps 16 cars in California he was uh, oh amazing he attempted 
completed more than 75 ramp to ramp motorcycle jumps over the course of his career and he was inducted into the Motorcycle Hall of Fame in 1999 and today is National Water Flower Day a day that recognised the importance of caring for our garden plants and absolutely we should be doing that today in this heat LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. Your scripted Hall of Fame. They have said, uh, the band have said that they are going to be paying tribute to their guitarist Mark Sheehan at their upcoming gigs. They are going to be supporting Pink on June the 7th and 8th in Bolton University Stadium in Manchester and they're going to be performing a special tribute to Mark who sadly passed away last month on stage. Now news at 12 is approaching but after that have we lost our community spirit? Street Feast it's a nationwide campaign happening June 25th. They're encouraging us to get together with the neighbours. We'll be finding out lots about that. Plus keep your messages coming in. Good few messages coming in about that. Do you know your neighbour? Are you friendly with them or do you just know them to sort of you know wave as you go into the house? Have we lost this sense of community spirit? Do keep those coming in 086 1800 658 the 11 to 1 show. L-M-F-M. Forget Love Island, there's a new reality TV series featuring singletons on the lookout for love and to improve their Gilga. I'll tell you all about it after Christina Perry. I know I- Christina Perry there, Jar of Hearts. You're listening to 11 to 1 with me, Sinead Brazel. Hope you're keeping well. Now, forget Love Island because there is a new TV show in town that is highly anticipated. It's Virgin Media's new Irish language dating show, Graw Air on Traw. And uh, the hosts of this, I am delighted with this. Okay, first of all, we have Grania Shioga. Fantastic. She's going to be great in this. Influencer James Cavanagh, who I adore. I follow him on Instagram. He's hilarious. Absolutely brilliant. Also, TG Cahir broadcaster Shifa Rourke. She's going to be on it as well. And uh, fant- <laughs> this is just going to be a great series, right? So instead of the typical dating show with sort of, you know, the villa and the bikinis. No, no, no. Let's keep it real, people. We're putting a twist on this, they say. So uh, 12 Irish singletons looking for love as well as that. They want to learn how to speak Osgeilga. This is the added twist with this, right? So instead of, a you know, villa and Mallorca, they're going to be going to the Gaeltacht and they're going to couple up all while learning the Irish language. So they need to connect chemistry-wise, but they also need to be helping each other with the cupola fuckle. So six men, six women will be competing together to couple up to be crowned couple with the most fuckle. I love that. So they have to have a significant improvement in the Gaelga as well. Uh, before they can walk home with the grand prize of €10,000. It's going to be really good. It's going to be brilliant. So it's going to uh, be on, I don't know actually when it's on, right, but over the summer, Virgin Media, Graw Air on Traw. I'm excited for it. Let's see what else is happening in the world of celebrity now. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Crossy. Cara Delevingne says you can't learn from anything better than mistakes. She was speaking to Kelly Clarkson about the media attention she was getting in the last year. The thing is about mistakes is if you learn from them, they can be the greatest lesson. You can't learn yeah. from anything better than mistakes. So, I mean, I've always been on that journey, but I think I've just been young. 
Yeah. Yeah. I know. I that's not I, the excuse. There isn't an excuse, but there's more just like it's. I don't really, believe in regrets. Because no, of that. I don't have yeah. any regrets. Um, yeah. But it's really interesting because you kind of have to take a step back and realize what's important in life. Ed Sheeran surprised the music class with their very own intimate gig in Florida over the last week. He also donated guitars to the music department. Nicholas Sparks, who wrote The Notebook, has been talking about how the book came about. Nicholas has a load of naughty love stories to his name since, including The Longest Ride, Dear John, and The Best of Me. You know, when I was writing it, I thought it had a chance. It was funny, you know, it was a story originally uh, inspired by my wife at the time, Kathy, her her grandparents and you know I remember seeing how much they cared for each other toward the end of their life and it it was a story that moved me Mm. and as I'm there typing I hoped people would get it but one never knows right you don't yeah I I had no agent I knew nothing about publishing at the time I was working I was working full-time I was and then uh, we had a young baby at the time who so didn't sleep well, so I had time in the evening to write since yeah. Kathy would go to sleep. And yeah. so I'd, I wrote the notebook in my spare time. That's The Buzz. I'm Crossy. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Don't people like Nicholas Spark just kind of sicken you a little bit? Oh, I just wrote the notebook in my spare time as I had a small child. Oh, come on now. Who has spare time when they have small children? Anyway, I do love the notebook, though. I will give him that. Anyway, back to the music. Here's the police. Every little thing she does is magic. I'll tell you what's magic. This lovely message. Hi, hi, my name is Svitlana. I come from Ukraine and I now live with my family in Athboy. I'm very happy to have the best neighbours. They helped us from our very first days here and I'm happy to live near such people. Isn't that lovely to see that? Thank you so much for sending that in. Your friends are your pockets or wallet or handbag. If they're empty, you will know all about it. That's a nice message coming in as well. Hi Sinead, I live in a great area of the town, last 40 years or so. And uh, new faces came and went. Still a great community, but manners and respect are sadly lost, says this message. We're talking about community spirit. Have we lost a bit of this? Could we do a bit with a bit more coming together? I think we could. Street Feast, it's the national day of street parties and community celebrations. It's going to be happening Sunday, June 25th. We're going to find out more about this with Mary Fleming. She's the campaign manager. We're going to chat to her next. The 11 to 1 show. Drink here for you. How well do you know your neighbours? Wouldn't it be nice to get together with them, share some food and get to know each other a little better? Well, Street Feast, it's the National Day of Street Parties and Community, is happening on June 25th and the organisers are encouraging everybody to sign up and get involved. Joining me now to tell us more is Mary Fleming. She's campaign manager of Street Feast and she's on the line. Mary, you're very welcome. Thanks so much, Lloyd. Thanks so much for having me. Great to have you on. Great to have you on. Because, you know, I love this idea, Mary, because I remember growing up in the sort of late 80s and, you know, there was things like sports days, barbecues, Mm. things like that that were organised in in our estate. And everyone sort of knew each other and regularly got together. And I think this has kind of been lost a bit. What do you reckon? I agree. And I guess that's why Street Feast was set up about, well, we're in our 13th year now, but we really want to inspire people, you know, to gather at these social activities in their neighbourhoods because we really think that from these gatherings then that, you know, those neighbourly relationships grow and from that then people have a bit more power to help each other out and do more things together. So, you know, from these kind of small ideas, big, bigger things can grow. Oh, it really can. And as you say, set up in 2010 and, uh, you know, uh, how did it come about initially, the, the Street Feast campaign? 
Um, Sam kind of realised, you know, the same thing you're saying, that we felt a bit disconnected at neighbourhood level and started off really small. And I guess through getting local support over the years, we've had, God, I think we have 110,000 residents taking part every year now. This year, we're hoping to have about 1,200 feasts across the country. So bit by bit over the years, kind of gained momentum. God, that is and we're hoping to have our best year ever this year. Oh, that, that really has some momentum, absolutely. And, you know, there was a little bit more of an importance of coming together, I felt, during COVID when we couldn't, of course, come mm. together. And, you know, I did see things like, you know, bingo happening in different communities, things like that, people doing social distance kind of activities. Uh, but again, you know, that was great to see, but it kind of fizzled out then, of course, as normal life came back. So it's kind of really encouraging people to do this. So, like you said, people do seem to get on board and you've had a good response. Uh, do you find as well that it's a good way of people integrating people maybe who've come here from abroad to start a new life, that kind of thing? Yeah, 100%. And we're really encouraging our species to be very welcoming this year. Um, what we are doing this year is that we have funding between 500 to 1,000 euro uh, available through Change X and Delight. So it's to support feasts that welcome people who are new to the community. Oh, that's really and yeah, and if anyone would like to know more about that, you can just pop me an email at campaigns at 3 study. We'd be delighted to share more information on that. Fantastic. So tell me what uh, the Street Feast then entails. So it's happening on Sunday the 25th of June. How can we get involved in this? Yeah, you can register at streetfeast.ie and you will get a free party pack sent to you. And that includes bunting, posters, invites, food labels, name tags, basically everything you need to get going. And then the ask on the day is to have a, a social gathering in your neighbourhood. And I mean, you can have anywhere from around 30 to 100 people attending. That's absolutely up to you. But we do suggest keeping it small, you know, if you're just starting out so that you can easily manage it and have good chats with people. And there is, of course, you know, this element of organised chaos to <laughs> these gatherings. And I guess that's where the fun lies, you know. And a tree feast can look wherever you want it to. You know, it can take place anywhere. You don't have to live in a quiet cul-de-sac for it to work. You can have it on a green space in your front garden, local school, whatever works for you. And I can see like a couple of the places that are registering um, in Drada. We have um, the Youth Work Ireland in Drada are doing one there. Oh, fantastic. Indian Park, Ashfield Green and Five Oaks. Just met a few of the ones that are popping up around the area. So it's great to see. Oh, that's great that people already are getting involved in this. And, you know, that's good that you said start small because I do live in quite a large estate and I'm kind of going, if I was to organise something like this now, it's a little bit daunting. But you guys are on hand for any of the challenges you encourage people to reach out and connect with you. Totally, yeah. And we have loads of resources both online and in the packs that we're sending out. And, you know, that three fees can look wherever you want to look. You know, you can share food, play games, play a bit of music if you're musical. I've seen dance classes taking place, bingo and quizzes and just whatever you think people enjoy. So whatever you can manage. That's fantastic. And the feedback then that you've gotten from people who have hosted this over the past few years, what's, what are they saying uh, about after they've, they've hosted them? People feel just an amazing sense of joy after it about meeting people in the community and just the excitement around that because usually it's just passing by and saying hello but after a street feast you know you feel like you can reach out and have a proper conversation or ask for help if you need it and get all these kind of projects up and running as well if that's what you want to do in your community. Yeah, it's great because, as you say, strength in numbers and once you make that initial connection with somebody and look, it is a little bit daunting initially, particularly if you're kind of like, oh, I don't know if they'll, you know, if they'll want to do something like this. But it's just about extending that hand and actually, you know, doing something. Yeah, literally just knock on the door. You can have 
10 people there if you want it doesn't have to be a big thing just a nice day where you meet a few new people is all it can be or it can be as big as you want really up to the individual or the people or I don't know Fantastic and people can get all the information streetfeast.ie Yep you can register there for your free pack and you can contact support.ie as well if you have kind of any questions or campaigns.ie as well I'm at campaigns.ie if anything pops up Fantastic. Well, listen, Mary, it's a fantastic idea. I really am delighted to see that it is catching on more and more and to see local people already uh, signed up and getting involved this year. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. Street Feast happening Sunday 25th of June. All of the information can be found streetfeast.ie. I would love to know if you're getting involved in this or you're planning on getting involved in it. Do let me know about that as well on 086 1800 658. I've been holding... Tom Grennan, a little bit of love on LMFM's 11 to 1. The love continues as it's all arranged with wet, wet, wet just after these. The 11 to 1 show. Wet, 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 love is all around. Great throwback for you. I just had a little scoot through the playlist. I did a little sneak through the playlist for Eddie Caffrey's cruise later on oh it's a cracking one it's a cracking cruise later on I'm looking forward to it half past three do not miss it it's all all the fields I'm not going to give any more away now because it'll only be given away the year but half three right here Eddie Caffrey classics classics he's going to be playing Uh, now uh, getting back back to myself and just to let you know the Bloom Festival as we know Board Be a Bloom happening this weekend but did you know that Louth County Council are now looking for entries to its environmental competition it's called Louth in Bloom 2023 so they have lots of different categories here including the best garden, best estate, best business slash hospitality premises, best biodiversity project and best sustainable innovative initiative project. Okay, so your uh, entry are being sought throughout the uh, the county and nominations can be made now if you go on to loudcoco.ie forward slash loud in bloom. So you get the full details there. Now the closing date is Monday the 10th of July. So you need your nomination form along with three photographs for each entry and make sure you kind of take them at different angles to ensure that your nomination is being viewed at its best and they can be submitted by email to community at loudcoco and you also need to provide an air code for each nomination and a contact detail as well and uh, postal nominations should be marked Loud and Bloom 2023 you can post them to the community section, Louth County Council, County Hall, Dundalk, by Monday the 10th of July. So all the details, loudcoco.ie. And you can nominate your own premises as well, by the way, or others, and in as many categories as you wished. And all the entries will be judged by the panel during the summer months. So loudcoco.ie, Louth in Bloom competition. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes backed by Bordgosh Energy replace your old inefficient gas boiler with Local Heroes visit localheroes.ie RD Coach Trim are seeking qualified motor mechanics to join their expanding team based in RD County Louth the position will give the right candidate the unique opportunity to be trained in HGV mechanics you can apply by email to hr at rdcoachtrim.com don't forget all the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie LMFM Job Search There's Dido with Thank You 
Now, the Moila JFK 50 Mile Challenge, God, I can't believe it's nearly that time of the year again. But uh, last year, apparently, those who took part in the Moila JFK 50 Mile Challenge breached the one million mark for the money raised for charity since the local event's inception over 12 years ago. That's an incredible amount of money. Uh, They raised it for the Irish Cancer Society, also palliative care. This year's event, by the way, is happening June the 10th from 6am in the in the morning I, I just can't get over how quick that's come around and walkers and runners will compete the 50 mile challenge in 20 hours or less covering the spectacular scenic routes through Mead, Cavan and West Mead. Now this if you've not heard of this before it's a really great idea but it was inspired by JFK's uh, 50 mile uh, first held in the spring of 1963 and it was one of numerous 50 mile events to take place around the US as part of President John F. Kennedy's push to bring the country back to physical fitness so this is what he started off now the challenge welcomes an average 650 walkers every year even during the pandemic when it went online uh, with more than a third of those completing the full 50 mile trek so it hasn't sort of stopped since then but fair play to people who do it because you know 50 mile challenge it's a lot and you've got to do it in 20 hours or less as well but it's great to see that it's still going strong and raising huge huge money for charity The 11 to 1 show with Gilmore's Mercedes We've been talking about the importance of reconnecting with people, particularly people in the local area. But what about pen pals of over 50 years who've had an emotional first meeting at Dublin Airport recently? This is such a lovely story. Now, the airport, you know, will have witnessed many heartwarming scenes over the years, but uh, it was extra special as two pen pals finally met after five decades. So Cathy Cohan from New York and Colleen Mays from Canberra began writing to each other over 50 years ago because they spotted a um, advertisement in the newspaper uh, for pen pals. So they sent letters to each other religiously uh, when they were kids and into their teenage years but unfortunately they lost touch then when they sort of grew up a bit themselves. However, thanks to the power of the internet, Colleen tracked down Cathy on Facebook in 2013 and the long lost friends reconnected and over the past decade or so they've once again become really, really important to each other but they've never met in person and so they would text daily. They would, you know, do FaceTime, never letting the 14 hour time difference stand in their way. But they finally got to see each other. So they've gone off on their first holiday together here in Ireland. So they are planning to, I think they were doing the Dublin Splash Tour, you know, the Viking Splash Tour. Great day out. Uh, also, they're heading to Malahide as well and to visit the Blarney Stone. But uh, Colleen says she sent um, Cathy a Facebook message and they just literally picked up where they left off and it really would be like that they were, you know, in the room together. They would talk for hours, even with the time difference. And uh, it was just lovely. So they've never visited Ireland decided it would be the perfect place to meet up and have their first trip together. So they are here in Ireland and what a lovely, lovely story. Pen pals of over 50 years finally getting to meet up. Lovely. Fantastic heart with Alone. That is my lot on the show for today. Thank you so much to the guests and to you for your company. Have a great day. I'll chat to you tomorrow. The 11 to 1 show. 
Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.